Hey, spring is in the air. I'm Stephanie. I'm drinking coffee. I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously need some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gilmore Girls, a year in the life, spring. Spring, and I wasn't sure if I saw the credits in the first part, but I just love how we, you know, we show the spring and it, it and then it comes up with the title card spring and like these happy colors and then all of a sudden like the grim reaper underneath it just bites daniel paladino <laughs> uh, i don't think i even noticed I, just, oh, you didn't? I didn't even pay attention to it mm-hmm. i like immediately was just like oh joy <laughs> but uh you know who knows maybe he's on his best behavior maybe this is the best of the bunch who knows uh <laughs> So it is not. <laughs> okay. I'm praying the fourth episode is the fourth, the best of the bunch. So yeah, hopefully it'll come around to where we don't feel like it was a mistake to bring the show back. Like you're bringing the show back, give us something good. Yeah, we've waited ten years. Uh, like maybe this is the. Uh, Empire Strikes Back of the oh god a year of the life you know yeah. maybe this is the low point oh Luke gets frozen in carbonite at the end yeah and it's like uh, Rory loses uh, a hand yeah it's only <laughs> up from here uh, all right well let's see uh, we start off in therapy as this show should always be in <laughs> um, and yeah, which uh, the show should yeah. Why did this show go on for seven years and they never went here? Right. I mean, we got close with Jan Levinson Gould, you know, in the back of her car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that was it. Was that was that season seven? No, or season six. It was, was season a six. it was a Paladino season. That, okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was them bringing Christopher back and then a mix, and you know. Obviously, Lorelai is going to get jealous because uh, she's uh, he's dating Jan Levinson Gould or trying not being not dating but being set up with That's because right. of course okay. that makes sense. She would obviously be jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so therapy. Right off the bat, can I just say the therapist a therapist's job, of course, is to sit and listen. But right. does she talk ever? Like, is this the most ineffective therapist? Yeah, she's the most. Passive therapist ever. She's just like, like, thank you for paying me to sit on a couch and talk to each other. Like she says barely anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it, it's even worse because you know not only not only like last um, the last time uh, was it last time I don't know I, these movies these movie Gilmore Girls make me conf- even more confused about time going by because mm-hmm, they're like two episodes smushed together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this first thing, this first scene is them sitting quietly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, I'm just like, get them to talk. Like, can you, t- t- <laughs> you know? Um, so Laura, Laura is immediately like, I was wrong. I'm very sorry. She's talking, of course, about the, uh, the post funeral problem there. Does she even say, I thought, I thought it was, Everybody understood that she was saying, I'm sorry, just because I want to get things on the road. I want to get, we're sitting here in silence. Let me just apologize for my existence. Yeah. Let me just <laughs> like apologize for being such a pain in my mother's ass. Uh, all right. Well, Emily, yeah. Well, she's like saying apologies for all sorts of different things. And Emily is not happy with the blanket apology. Um. And, uh, again, again, like Claudia, like says that she's not here to keep score. And then it just all goes back to silence again. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and I'm just like, why does Lorelai have to even be there? Like, why does she even entertaining this? Like, just walk out. I mean, (laughs) like, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe I, I guess maybe she's, you know, wanting to work things out. Yeah. Deep down inside. She knows that things need to be worked out, mm-hmm. but she probably doesn't she does, want to do the work. And then also, if Emily wanted her there, why is she so cold and not participating and not moving things along if yeah. she wanted Lorelai to come in the first place? Like, 
you're both wanting this, but yet you're just just sitting there silently and then getting mad at each other about the other person being silent. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, there's this whole thing. Lorelai, of course, is playing the 12 year old again, trying to see what the time is, straining to look at Claudia's watch. And Emily promises she's going to throw Lorelai out the window. And then Emily's just like, I'm a widow in pain. I'm appealing to my only child. Um, and gets her, gets her way of guilting Lorelai into returning to another appointment. So we go to the town square and the international food festival is going on. Um, Yay. This looks fun. Not all the countries showed up. So <laughs> apparently Singapore is being a dick according to Kirk. Uh, yes, so, we have cussing now that we're on Netflix. We can cuss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still haven't heard Emily say the F word yet, so uh, I'm waiting for that to happen. Thank you, John Oliver. Uh, <laughs> maybe she never does. Um, so yeah, Kirk and Taylor are running around trying to get other people to absorb the countries that are not there. For instance, Gypsy now has to make poutine, which <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's so funny. It's like, what does Taylor expect? Like they obviously don't have the food to serve. And he's like, you're making poutine. What with what? Like she's yeah. there selling one thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lane is working the Korean table, and then finally we see Mrs. Kim, but she's just here to kind of show that she's got a a, a militia of uh, Korean uh, children to pr- practicing like a choir of some sort. Mm-hmm. But yet the tambourine scares them, and then we get the weirdest thing. <laughs> This is my favorite part. <laughs> it's like, oh, and there's Mr. Kim. Like, oh, hi, Daddy. And he's just like, hey. Like, what? Been here the Wait, whole time. What? Just had a camera shot. <laughs> Where did he come from? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. Like, he's never mentioned. He's never there. But it's like he should be there. Mm-hmm. It's never mentioned why he's not there. Uh, I assume so. he died. And it's kind of stupid, I think, for them to throw him in here. Because mm-hmm. it's like, wouldn't he was he never be, there the whole time. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. he have shown up to, I don't know, like the wedding? <laughs> the uh, yeah, see, that's why it's so. It seems so slapdash that oh, let's throw this bone in here. That throw him a bone because the fans have always wondered where Mr. Kim is. Let's show him he's here. Like yeah. I don't know, it's just so. I don't know. I, I, I don't I, like I, it. Yeah, me either. It's because it's like. This is clearly just a meta joke for people watching the show. It doesn't make any sense in the show. Yes, it's so it's so shallow. Yeah. It's so shallow. It doesn't really mean anything. Rory gets But a then call. again, it is funny. It's yeah, funny yeah. but insulting. <laughs> I, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was startled. <laughs> uh Rory's getting calls from Sandy Martin from the website Sandy says who uh is planning on her young website to take over the Huffington Post like be that big. Um and is wanting Rory to come in and kind of class them up, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's really weird that Sandy is like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really even notice that until the meeting at the end. I was like, "Wow, she's really really young." Like this is just like well, this young She's she was Sasha on Bunheads. Right. Yeah, I saw that crap. I was like, oh, she's got to be somebody. And I, oh, yeah, she's on another um, show. Yeah, see so many of these little. I'm waiting for Ms. Maisel to show up. Does, oh, she, yeah. does she ever show up? Rachel Brosnan? No, because cause I don't think, <laughs> no, I don't think we had, we had, had we hadn't had Miss Maisel yet. I'm fairly sure they started it at least. I'll let you Google. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we see, finally we see Jackson again. Hey, Jackson's there. Where's your wife? Who knows? Uh, but he's got a shaved head and, uh, obviously just is there to do his thing. Uh, and then Kirk is yelling at uh, this guy about having a pig on a spit until Kirk, uh, until Luke reminds him what a BLT is. Miss Maisel was 2017. A year in the life is 2016. What? Wow. I thought Mrs. Maisel has been going on for a while. And just had a long time between seasons. But maybe it, it, I mean, since February seemed like a really long time, so. Right. Seems like we've lived three <laughs> years ago. in this. We've lived three years in this six months. 
Oh, and there's another little callback about uh, uh, the basket episode. Lorelai overbids on some girl's basket and then gets to have lunch with her. Yeah, she like bids. She's like the only one bidding. She's bidding right. against herself. Uh, we go to uh, to London to another fancy schmancy place. Um, Rory is meeting up with Naomi, who demands that the wait staff look at Rory's perfect cheeks or something like that. <laughs> yes, I think Naomi needs. Uh, she's in need of some medicinal. Uh, <laughs> Mood stabilizer, yeah. antidepressant, something. She needs mm-hmm. help. Uh, she's a little wacky doodle. <laughs> uh, she immediately stops Rory from taking notes and says, no, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to make a children's book now. And Rory's like, oh, yeah, that's good. And kind of entertains it a little bit, but it, and, but tries to get her to focus, but it, it's just useless. Um, so we go to another... Um, Fancy place, but it is like a an apartment or whatever, right? And that's where Logan is living or staying or I don't know. Um, oh, wait. No. Is it is it dinner with – yeah, it's a, rent, a restaurant. It's a Huntsberger-owned restaurant. I forgot. Oh, this is where they're in the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, he sprang for the $300 wine because it's – because <laughs> uh, because his dad comes in. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Mitchum. And <laughs> – Comes over all chummy. Oh, Rory, my best friend. You want me to call Condé Nast? I'll call Condé Nast for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, no, 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 no. And then he starts talking about some kind of party. Are you going to be there? Is Odette going to be there? Mm-hmm. And we find out that Logan's engaged. engaged. And you know what? Uh, Rory is not surprised because she is aware of this fact. What the heck? What is going uh, yeah. on here? I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, I've got, I'm seeing or, this guy, no big deal. Or, or running into Logan here and there, or, oh, we're in this city yeah. at the same time, let's get together. But she's yeah. having this ongoing affair with Logan, who is taken. You're the other woman, Rory. He's what getting, he's getting married. Like, and also, like, what are you doing, Logan? Like, what are you doing? Uh... I guess Rory, she's just so good. She's great at everything, so I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't want to imagine. Okay. Uh, We go back to the town, and Taylor wants to hold the town's first gay pride parade, but there's just not enough gays. There are three. (laughs) And the the other towns will not lend him their gays. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people feel like this is a very icky scene, especially because of the part where Gypsy is like, Taylor, are you sure there's not yeah. anybody else? I Taylor? Just, like, again, and I'm like, I, I never, I, I guess this is a thing that people may have theorized on. I, I guess I never thought of it. Um, I never thought of Taylor in any relationship, really. <laughs> right. You just think of Taylor is just so preoccupied with all of what's going on in Stars Hollow. That yeah, that's his just, life. His whole, his whole life. Yeah. Uh. Stars Hollow is his mistress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is, is definitely, yeah. Uh, so we go on. Oh, to- and Luke, okay. Mm. They, these two episodes, Luke is just walking around like, duh, uh, duh. What? Somebody's gay, huh? What? Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> what? He's, oh, God, he's just walking around like an idiot. <laughs> Uh, they go on to the next next bit of business, which is there's a big movie filming in Woodbury. Only the B-level actors are staying at the Dragonfly, and he has all their names. And it turns out that the A-levels, like Matthew McConaughey and Jessica Chastain, they're throwing cash around Woodbury. And the town yells back that, you know, maybe he should decide to open a bar finally. And uh, and he's like, no. And then I think it's Babette's like, what about the secret bar? <laughs> they all kind of <laughs> shush her. <laughs> That was, no, that was another thing that was kind of dropped. I was like, oh, are we going to see a secret bar? You know, is that going to be an interesting thing? I don't know. But maybe not. Maybe maybe yeah. next time. I don't know. Uh, we go to the Dragonfly, and Michelle brought dumbbells for a guest. They're too small. He's used to working with big dumbbells. And, and the guy's like, I'm used to working with big dumbbells. And Michelle's like, oh, I'm so set up for this one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I cheated a little bit and looked at IMDb trivia, and apparently the Gilmore guys are in this scene. 
What? Yeah. Kevin Porter and uh, Mr. Uh, September 21st, uh, Demi Edjagavivi? Mr. September 21st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Because he always does those videos every every year. If you've not enjoyed, huh? had the joy of watching the uh, uh, September 21st videos from, from Demi, um, you need to get on that. <laughs> Well, I didn't know anything about... I only know about Earth, Wind, and Fire. That you have to watch the Earth, Wind, and Fire video every year. Oh, he makes his own Earth, Wind, and Fire video. Oh. And it is always spectacular. He always raises it up. And uh, this time he did it... Well, he's been doing it for charity, but this time he did it and said, I've been doing it for five years, and um, if I raise $50,000 for these charities, I will do it again next year. Uh, and the last time I looked, which was last night, he raised like 127,000. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, check, check those, check those videos out. They're so awesome. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Gilmore Girls podcasters got invited to film at the Dragonfly, I guess, huh? That's how it works. You know, we started this podcast hoping to get into the Dawson's Creek reunion and it still hasn't happened, but I'm just saying... <laughs> They'll probably call the Creek guys or whoever's doing that. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got a birthday message from James Van- James Vanderbeek. So, mm. uh, which it's all um, that matters. Yeah, he wasn't paid for that or anything. But all right, so uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking at a scene, uh, apparently both both of them are in the scene, I'm just in the lobby. Wow, or something. Get their bills. As I don't know what they look as, like. But I know, but I know, I did know uh, the other uh, cameo. What's that? Or another, another cameo. I'll tell you when we get there. Okay. Uh, Michelle is also very irritated about the A-list being in a Woodbury. What's the point of living if we're never going to bag Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he wants to kidnap her, but you know. Um, I mean- J uh, Law can't smoke her joint at the Dragonfly Inn. <laughs> um, oh yeah, speaking of, if Taylor wants to get the gays, uh, <laughs> it feels so weird saying you, this. I know you feel icky saying that. I, don't just, you? <laughs> I don't usually say that. Uh, I'm just <laughs> quoting the show. Um, why? Why was Michelle's name never brought up? Oh yeah. Isn't, isn't I, he not I, a star? Stars. I I always assume I guess, he's not a stars hollow wrestler. Right. But <laughs> I feel like Michelle. Uh, he he. Uh, what's it called when you drive back and forth? Commutes. Commutes. <laughs> yes, I feel like Michelle is a commuter from some other place. We go to Lorelai's and Luke's on the phone. Apparently, Liz and TJ have accidentally joined a vegetable cult, <laughs> and they can't get out for six million years. Not surprised. Uh, so, well, I guess as long as there's no branding involved, I mean, yeah, maybe it's just like you get a lot of vegetables. I don't know. Um, Lorelai talks about how Michelle is upset about the dragonfly and how it needs to grow. And all of a sudden Luke gets very tense. He's like, there's no need to change. Not everything needs to grow. <laughs> so maybe this is, I was like, oh, we're going to keep doing the baby thing here. But uh, I maybe that was... Uh, just touched on here because it really is never also never mentioned again in this part in this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Lorelai wakes up, uh, is, is woke up by Luke and says the Paul Anka needs to go out. And it turns out it's the real Paul Anka and Lorelai's having a big dream. And it's funny and it takes, and it's like 10 seconds. <laughs> and it's done. Yeah. And then she says, Oh, Paul Anka, you look good in a suit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we have Lorelai calling Rory in the middle of the night, uh, and she thinks Michelle's leaving, makes Michelle, makes Lorelai sad. She says, I like, I like the way she says, Michelle is like her angry friend, just like Paris is to Rory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a, it's, this is weird because why does Lorelai think Michelle is leaving? He's always been unhappy yeah. and bitter and sarcastic and angry. Why? Yeah. What leads her to believe he's unhappy? He's always unhappy. I don't know. I don't know. 
maybe if you work with him day in and day out, you can tell that it's maybe it's it's a level higher now or something. Yeah, for for real angry, not yeah fake angry. We're back to therapy, and there's more silence, and then we go to a uh, Netflix commercial break. And I'm not sure if this was like a pause in the scene just to kind of now we can bring it back in and they're laughing about something. But it always drives me crazy whenever I see shows that are made for Netflix that they still make them as if they're on regular TV with regular commercial breaks. Like you're on Netflix. Why would you do that? Oh, see, I didn't even notice. It. And maybe <laughs> it's because are they going to show I was going to say maybe they're going to show it. On another, in another service or in another country yeah, I don't know. with commercials. There was a time when Dexter was on CBS. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Really? Remember after the writer's strike, they like edited it down like t- crazy and then put it on CBS. Wow. Like at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We come back and Lorelai is making Emily crack up over trombone Sam or Stan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then she's got nothing else. They're back to silence again. And then Emily's like, okay, well, I'm going to talk. And immediately, like, she starts talking about how Lorelai uh, left as a teenager. And Lorelai is just, like, immediately, like, put, you know, stops it. Like, she's like, we're past that. What are you talking about, you know? Yeah, and then, you got Rory back in your life. Why are you bringing this up again? Yeah, yeah. And then Emily just goes through a list. She's got one thing after another. But the strange thing is she also brings up a, a letter that she got from Lorelai on her birthday. And she and it was really mean. And Lorelai sent it to her. And Lorelai's okay. like, what are you talking about? When and, was this? I don't because, know. Like, was this in between the time that she talked Lorelai into coming to therapy with her? Was this like, oh, we're going to go to therapy. We're going to get so much done. And then the next day she gets this letter. Oh, Lorelai. Is she has hurt me so bad that I can never recover from this? I'll never forgive her. And then Lorelai shows up at therapy, and I'm like, I don't know when did this happen? Is this years ago? Was it the other day? No it, idea. <sighs> no idea. And it's very confusing. And I don't know if this is just typical Paladino, Daniel Paladino nonsense, or if it's like this is setting up for this is going to be paid off in a different part because. Yeah, there's just no explanation of it afterwards at all. (laughs) It's just funny. It doesn't pay off at all in this part. So I guess they don't figure it out until the next season. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, And then, uh, yeah, Claudia says their time is up. uh, But Lorelai wants to keep talking. Right, just when they're getting to something. Uh, Lorelai wants to defend herself or wants Emily to understand that she's not guilty of this. She did not send the letter. Like, it's so weird. It's like, are they implying that Emily's like losing her mind or something? (laughs) Yeah. Or are they making some sort of meta reference to an earlier Gilmore Girls episode that I completely forgot? Yeah. Is this something that Emily has suppressed for years (laughs) and is just bringing up? I have no idea. No idea. Uh, yeah, so Lorelai leaves with Emily's purse <laughs> to make sure that she will come back for it. Uh, my keys are in there. Uh, all right, so we go to Logan's, and Rory is talking to Naomi over the phone, who's losing it because her boyfriend isn't calling her back, and she's having all sorts of issues. And um, after she hangs up with Rory, Logan says that Sandy says um, is... How how Sandy wanting Rory might mean they want to class things up a bit, so maybe she should try that. Yes, because we this feels a lot like uh, Rory turning down the job at Rhode Island. Uh, Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, didn't we just do this? Me, yeah, (laughs) so beneath her. She's better than that. She's better than I mean, and which you would think that somebody who has written for. Uh, the New Yorker mm. would be above getting a job at just this this little kid's online uh, gossip paper. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I mean, which this wasn't too long ago, but I was going to say at some point, was there a point where people were thinking that online would, I feel like people thought that online was going to take over and be the big thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, it's the big thing, but people aren't paid. Like there's not the revenue as ah. writing in a, 
a, a real uh, actual circulation. Correct? I I mean, I, I honestly don't get... Um, I mean, I, it's all about clicks and impressions and things like that. So um, mm-hmm. it, it, these websites are looking for. So, I mean, she may be making lots of money in order to pay for somebody like Rory. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, again, this is uh, this is something that is reminiscent of a season seven plot. And we have to remember that the Paladinos weren't there for season seven. So was Daniel thinking like, no, 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 that's not how you do that plot. This is how I do this plot. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically, yeah, yeah. you know, the same thing. <laughs> is he is he rewriting it in his own way? Or they yeah. say that they never watched season seven. Mm, yeah. Somebody might have told him about it. And he was like, that's a good idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so... In- they, they, they literally said that too? That nobody... They didn't watch season seven? Uh because that's so insulting to like the people that actually stayed and worked on it. And, uh, I don't know what, are they all supposed to feel ashamed that they did one more year of Gilmore girls without them? I, I don't know. It's funny. I, I've been looking for like, um, cause I've heard like, Oh, the Paladinos pretend that season seven never even existed. Um, and so I've been looking in this year in the life so far to see if there's anything that they just, um, forget about or re you know, uh, retroactively write rewrite or something like that. Um, but I haven't, I mean, I guess this is probably the closest thing where the, where they're like, Oh, we'll do this plot where Rory thinks she's better than the job that she's being asked to join is, I don't know. All right. Um, so, uh, Rory is like, Oh, I, you know, I can stay another day. And Logan's like, uh, Oh, that's coming. <laughs> and so she's like, Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino admits the thing that she did not like in season seven was uh, about Lane getting pregnant. I agree. <laughs> oh my God. I agree with Amy, Amy Sherman Palladino. <laughs> Does she say anything more about it or no? She says, I'm not saying it was executed poorly. It was just that one thing I was like, damn, I would have preferred that Lane not have kids only because it would have given us more options. Yeah. The one thing you couldn't do. With Lane and Zach is have them be shitty parents. So <laughs> them having kids sort of de- deta- uh, d- uh, dictated them still living in Stars Hollow. It changed things ever so slightly. They're still rock and rollers. They're still cool parents. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to them. Uh, we go to the black and white and red. We have to see a, a theater scene. Go back to the old theater. And, of course, um, I just... <clears throat> Lulu, okay, let's just get get into it. Lulu ushers Luke and Lorelai to the love couch to watch Eraserhead, and it's just like where, she, oh. where her and uh, where her and uh, Kirk have had lots of exciting makeout oh, sessions. We're already whatever. sitting. Right yeah, like, Ugh, yuck. Ugh. Yeah, this is great. The whole the town is so excited to watch Eraserhead. This Brian, is messed up. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it. Okay, it is. It's a hard film to watch, and it yeah. is really gross at times and really mm-hmm. confusing most of the other times. And I love all the Twin Peaks references that this this show does, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the strangest thing I've ever seen is a whole, you know, a, a good portion of a small town, you know, whatever. Like there's like twenty, thirty people, you know, sitting in there, all getting together to watch a racer head. I'm like, yeah, what really? What are the odds? Really. <laughs> They're all like, oh, yeah. And, and of course, you know, Zach and Brian and Lane, they've seen it like, you know, dozens of times or whatever. Um, but uh, which, you know, I might understand they're more into like, you know, rock and roll and art, maybe artsy stuff. Uh, but it's just so funny that, you know, to look around and be like, like, wasn't like Babette there? <laughs> like, yeah. I can't see yes. Babette watching but, a razor head. Babette like, and yeah. Lori were there because they were, they were grilling uh, sausages. Yeah, that's right. And and Maury was wearing his uh, a film by Kirk. Show. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Lane and Brian and Zach had like Chinese takeout, <laughs> and uh, Lorelai and Luke had hot dogs, fri- fries, they burgers, fries, and shakes or something. That was uh, great. So we that have, was great. 
so we have uh, Kirk. Kirk is wearing his eraser head wig, which I, I think looks great on him. Um, mm-hmm. it, it seems perfect. You know, he looks kind of like Kramer now. <laughs> um, and then now Kirk is screening his. Well, because that that suit he had on like gave him broad shoulders. Yeah, yeah. He, so he screens his second short film, and uh, Lorelai notices that he like filmed a scene. On her porch while she was <laughs> She was like, hey, there's my car. That's our house. <laughs> and then she comes out. She's showing like the garden or something. Yeah. And Luke says, how did you not know that was being filmed? <laughs> and there's this whole sad scene where Petals runs in front of a car and Kirk cries. And and uh, and then all of a sudden Luke's phone starts ringing, which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that uh, Emily left a voicemail that she wants to invite Luke to dinner. An urgent matter. Um, and yeah, this is another dumb Luke thing. He's just like looking at his phone. Like, why is this ringing so much? Cause it's a phone that's ri- like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Have you ever used the phone? Uh, just a regular phone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we go to the dragonfly and Michelle is apparently on vacation he, uh, to New York. And Lorelai thinks, Oh God, there's hotels in New York. Could be getting an interview down there. Who knows? And we go into the kitchen, and it's Rachel Ray, <laughs> who, uh, you know, is always a pleasant – I don't watch any of her things, but I, you know, I like that dog food commercial she's on. Um, it's on like 100 times if you watch Hulu. Um, and uh, I do like the fact that she says, oh, yeah, I couldn't understand a word he says <laughs> about Michelle, uh, which was my problem, at least for the first few seasons watching this show. Um, and then of course, Lorelai and Rachel Ray have to have a conversation about how she's reading the whole Michelle thing all wrong. And then after that heartfelt conversation, Lorelai just immediately fires Rachel Ray. (laughs) Uh, but Rachel Ray had Sammy's. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Just the word Sammy sounds delicious. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's like, it's not, it, it's not my fault. You know, you have a bunch of these B level actors here that are not eating because they're going they to be in a nude eat. scene. That <laughs> um, I just love how like offended she gets by Lorelai. I was like, good for you, Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to the Gilmore house and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, oh, my first note is, I don't know why Luke swallowed a fly. Um, that was uh, at the time, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he came in and he was like gulping, and yeah. and Emily says, "What's wrong?" Oh, I swallowed. Why did you do that? <laughs> Such an old lady thing to say. And Lorelai, uh, Emily is also very upset that Lorelai showed up. Oh, yeah, Lorelai was not invited. Right. Luke was invited. Lorelai's like, I sent you several emails. She's like, I don't understand emails. <laughs> Which. Compared to Luke looking at a phone going, why is this ringing? Uh, it's, it's a little <laughs> bit more believable. I don't know. Um, Rory arrives. She wasn't invited either, but she's staying the night. Uh, she's going to children. She's looking. Yeah, she's looking for her boxes. She's looking for her. Uh, yeah. Look, it's a different season. Why are you still looking for the same outfit in the spring that you were looking for in the winter? <laughs> uh also, she just comes in and puts her hand on the painting and says, hi, Grandpa. It's like, don't, yeah. don't touch paintings. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was sweet, you know, to acknowledge Richard. Yeah. You know, to make you feel like Richard is there. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Uh, Emily brings Luke to the study and starts talking to Luke about wills. But really, it's uh, oh, well, <laughs> the fact that Richard had files on everybody predicting their dates of death because he's an insurance guy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Actuarial yeah. Uh, files. But apparently Richard left Luke money uh, because he was still interested in expanding Luke's diner into a franchise. Yes. Okay. That episode where Richard came to Stars Hollow and tried <laughs> to talk Luke into – oh, no. Wait a minute. It was the golf it course. The golf course when he took Luke – Golfing. See, that was not that long long ago for the Paladinos. That didn't happen in season seven. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that was just like, oh yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, the thing that was discussed and dropped in season six. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Emily is just determined to make this happen, and Luke is, has no interest in this. But she, he also has no interest in actually speaking up for himself, which is so irritating to me. Mm-hmm. I hate when yes. these characters are just like, they just go along with things because, I don't know, uh, they have some sort it's of... That, uh, Emily. It's funny? I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, Luke tells Lorelai that he's got a shark... <laughs> And Lorelai's like, that's not going to happen. But, yeah, she doesn't do anything. Um, we go to Chilton, uh, where uh, Rory and Paris meet up. And a teacher runs when he sees Paris. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> and then Paris uh, starts talking, because she's a donor now to Chilton. She talks about the different improvements. And, and, like, the water fountain, what, how long, you know... And I swear, like, I immediately, like, went, ugh, when I saw the water fountain. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, she's worried about, like, uh, you know, servicing and maybe some lead in the pipes or something crazy I know. like that. I saw a guy drink out of a water fountain at work the other day, and I thought, <gasps> okay, even if it wasn't COVID time, ugh, yeah. gross. Headmaster <laughs> uh, uh, Charleston has to explain about the... Uh, the cappuccino machine. He's like, oh, no, I bought that. Yeah. And then uh, Paris says she's got to use the John, which seemed very, like, out of character for me. For her. Yes, it seemed very crass or yeah. very unladylike. I got heads of the Wiz Palace. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a way to get her out of there so Headmaster Charleston could talk to Rory, say that you know, oh, he gosh. was so sorry proud about of her, though. Oh, he's read all of her stuff and blah, blah, blah. Uh, But then Rory grabs a phone call and has to leave Paris alone with uh, Charleston. He's not very (laughs) happy about that. Uh, We go back to therapy and Lorelai, I guess she calls, she's called Rory. That's right. Because they're on a break during therapy. I guess Claudia is a smoker and uh, suddenly me. I wonder if that's like a joke. Like she started smoking because of the therapy. Who yeah. knows? We barely hear from her. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. She said that she started back. <laughs> uh, Emily. Bring, so the therapy starts up again and Emily brings up Luke and how they're just roommates of benefits. They're booty buddies. And Lori lies like we've been together like steadily for nine years. So that's good to hear. Like they didn't have mm-hmm. their usual back and forth. It's, she says steadily. So that means they never broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, Emily keeps talking about how, like Richard was concerned about them and, um, and just keeps picking at it until, uh, Lorelai decides to storm out because hey, she hasn't done that yet. So, <laughs> and then Claudia's like, well, your session is up. She's like, what? <laughs> so she's, uh, irritated. She can't just storm out. Um, back to Chilton, um, Rory and Paris are walking down the hall while Paris screams at somebody on the phone about their sperm. So that was funny. Mm-hmm. They split up to talk to classes and Rory has this delightful talk about how just extra experience at school, like just pick it up where you can, because you know, you might never use it, but, and, but it, it always helps. And she gives this nice little speech about how she wasn't great at music composition as she'd hoped, but now when she hears music, she can see it as well. And I was like, oh, that's so nice, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was like a sweet little speech of hers. And uh, maybe even to just sell us on the idea. Uh, I mean, Charleston said, ask Rory if he wants to teach at Chilton. Or she wants to teach at Chilton. And so you immediately uh, go, hmm, maybe she would be a good teacher. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like, all you have to do is get your master's. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're handed, you're not even qualified for this job. But which job? Charleston. He's like, you can be in any department you choose. Maybe not uh, music composition, but any department Rory wants to be in. As long as she has a master's, she's they're good. They're, they're good. They'll hand it to her. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, oh no, I wanted to. I wanted to teach at Yale <laughs> or Harvard. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, God, I was just like, oh, so we're just gonna. We're being we're being sent down the uh, Rory's Rory's going to be a teacher now at the end is that is that what their happy ending is they're they're hinting at I, I don't know. Um, meanwhile, Paris is bellowing at a different class about the inspired teachings of Stalin. So, <laughs> and the kids come out crying. Yeah. 
and they make plans for lunch. And then suddenly Paris freaks out because she sees Tristan. Well, it's not really Tristan, but we have to pretend it's Tristan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she- he's in his, you know, that his signature slum ball, oh, yeah. uh, womanizing pose. So, okay. So Paris having a crush on Tristan was for a few years in high school, right? And that was in the first season, maybe, maybe, no, just the first season. So after that, six years went by and then now we're 10 years away from the end. So 16 years later and Paris acts like this about Tristan in the bathroom. I I could not believe it, but it might be because like her marriage is breaking apart. I mean, yeah, like I don't care about Tristan and I don't care about like, but, well, because I'm not a person who looks back and regrets or anything. So to like go on and on and on about something that happened in high school yeah. is ridiculous to me. But it was a great scene because Paris was so physical in this scene. Yeah, yeah. Liza Will. Like she was all over that oh, bathroom. When she kicks that door t- shut. Kicks the door <laughs> shut and uses her high heels. Yeah. And. And shows her suitcase that her suitcase was empty because yeah. she's just wanting to impress people and like she had mm-hmm. something important to carry around. I mean, it was a great scene. And then they have Francie come in, and, and then and I, I don't know. They're like, "Remember Francie and the puffs?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, I know. <laughs> the first time I saw because like I'd watched Gilmore Girls, and then it was like several years after until I saw the. <sighs> This yeah. when this when a year life aired, I could not remember these people at all. <laughs> and it only it only really works if you <laughs> just watch the series. Like I guess yeah. recently, I so yeah, I I understood who that was, and mm-hmm. uh, um, but I was also like, she gets like Paris all of a sudden starts like screaming at her. About coming between her and Rory and plotting against her, and she hasn't forgotten about any of that. Mm-hmm. Just like, man, Paris, what the heck? Yeah, bringing all that stuff up from like, was that season three or or so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like fourteen, fifteen years ago. And then she starts talking about missing the volcanic sex with Jonathan. <laughs> uh so they pull it together and they walk out and uh, that's when, yeah, afterwards, uh, Charleston talks to, about, talks to Rory about teaching and then gets a little ju- – I thought he got a little judgy about Rory not doing anything with her life. It's like, what? Hold on a second. She's an adult. She doesn't – and, you know, if she's not like broke and desperate, you know, it's okay to take your time to think about what you want to do with your life. I, I – you know. So I don't know. I just felt out – like he's like – Thinking that there's something wrong with her. And then he, I'm glad he kind of apologizes afterwards, you know, but it was just weird. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of weird that at 32, you're having this, uh, you know, like, yes, there are, there is the, um, the half, what do you call it? The quarter, the quarter life, yeah. the quarter life, uh, crisis. crisis. Yeah. But she's having it at 32. Maybe this right. is, she's late for her quarter life crisis. Uh, it might be that the Paladinos were upset that they didn't write the last season of the show that they ran away from, and they could have, but <laughs> uh, and, and they went went ahead and wrote this whole arc already with Rory, and now we have to do it again. I don't know. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we go to Paris's house, which is five stories tall, and. Jonathan refused to get an elevator. And also, she's got kids. I didn't know about that in the first part, but... Or didn't realize it? I don't know. But... Uh, yeah. I can't remember. Paris and but Jonathan yeah. have, have kids. And Jonathan's apartment is on one level, and he has an uh, elevator <laughs> in his... <laughs> like, That's right. What? <laughs> uh, and he shows up, and he's all very aloof. And Paris just gets very uppity about the fact that... Um, uh, Rory and Jonathan are still talking and then even asks at the end, you know, if they're having an affair. Um, but yeah, Rory yeah, settles. Cause in it her. comes in, 
he comes in and he t- and she's like, how's screenwriting going? And he was like, oh, they put me on a plane and then they gave me <laughs> yeah. this great meal and then they handed me a bunch of money and then I got back on the plane. And yeah, life's good uh, for, for him. Yeah, he was good like, people him. in Hollywood were idiots or something like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Rory takes the kids to the playground and they eat while Rory because, sits yes, with their free phones. <laughs> Paris is terrified of losing the nanny. Because the nanny doesn't want to go up the stairs because it's five flats of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sandy sends a waiting message. Uh, and so Rory calls Logan and she crumbles. She's like, ask Mitchum to put a good word in for me for Condé Nast. And her, her pride is a little hurt, but she just really wants this job. So, mm-hmm. and we see in the background of Logan that uh, Odette is sleeping in bed. Mm-hmm. So he's talking to her in the middle of the night. So we go to Condé Nast. I'm assuming <laughs> that's what this yes. is. Yes. Yeah, because she show... says later. She says later. GQ. I, I don't know. <laughs> Condé Nast probably owns GQ. Condé Nast like owns Vogue and GQ and okay. Harper's Bazaar. Blah blah blah. Uh, they showed the uh, what do you call it? Trade Center. The Freedom Tower. Yeah, or whatever. So that's supposed to key you in. I guess people that live in New York know that if you see that building, you know that you're at Condé Nast. I don't know. I don't know. Roy's getting her interview. These people are using lots of big words, but it sounds like they're impressed. (laughs) And they talked to her about doing like a piece they were thinking about was about lines, lines, lines of people and writing about that. Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yes, lines are a thing in New York. There are there's a company, the line guys. You can pay them to stand in line for you. Yeah. Have you never been walking down the street in New York and came up on this came upon this line and you were like, Oh my god, this guy has got to be something important. <laughs> what is it? Oh, some new Nikes are coming out and they're standing in line. But yes, this is a this is a thing. Uh so yeah. After that whole thing, uh, the meeting concludes and Rory gets a card and they get back to work and she just kind of turns around and watches for a moment. And I'm thinking like, is this something like she's, is she just looking like, oh God, I really want this job? Or is it more like, uh, I couldn't possibly do this? I don't know. What do you think? She looks oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my, uh, this is beneath me. I'm lowering my standards to do some kind of trivial piece on standing in line <laughs> or she didn't she didn't think she had a in she didn't think she had a a, a picture a, a she didn't have a take on the line thing mm. uh so we go to therapy and emily call, well lorelei calls emily and emily says she's done with therapy and calls claudia adult which, you know, I agree. <laughs> She's not helping. <laughs> She's not doing anything to work work things out or ask any yeah. leading questions to get them yes. talking. Claudia, her style does not fit with the Gilmore Girls. No. Gilmore Girls need hardcore, uh, you know, some serious top-of-the-line, first-rate therapy. Yeah. Maybe, like, put them in a scared straight program. <laughs> Have somebody bellow in their face for a little bit Like you know this is stupid Why are you doing it <laughs> uh, Alright so yeah Lorelai uh, Gets a gabbing Because you know Claudia offers To let her stay in chat And, and so she talk, uh, Accounts uh, the story about How she heard about Richard going into the ICU and he was very angry And talks about Um how this is not how Richard Gilmore goes down. And um, actually his last words were, get the hell away from me, which I was like, good for you, Richard. I'm going to do the same exact thing. (laughs) I'm going to be so mad when I'm about to die. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to die now. Really? Now? Like I haven't even, uh, I haven't finished Supernatural yet. I mean, I've been (laughs) meaning to get back to it. (laughs) Um. But, uh, yeah, sadly, uh, you know, Lorelai says how that, you know, that moment you always hear about that people get, like, she didn't get it, and neither did Emily. Uh, they didn't get a last moment with Richard. He was just angry to the end. Um, and uh, 
you know, that's, that's sad, you know? <laughs> um, so the thing with Luke, uh, hit a chord with, the uh, uh, Lorelai as well. The, how Emily was talking down about it. And Claudia reassures her that many people have long lasting relationships without being married. And, uh, like, yeah, Lorelai, what are you in your forties now? Like you're, we're like the same age now, or you're a little older than me. And <laughs> like, come on, you can, you've I think got she's, this by now. Is she 49? Yeah, I don't know. Because I think I looked it up uh, when when Luke was asking if she w- if it was too late for them to have a baby. Right, right. Back in the winter. Uh, and then she says, it was always supposed to be Luke. Why not marriage? Well, I don't want to do things just because my mother wants me to. <laughs> but also, we have to... Never mind. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Were you about to spoil something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't okay, remember. Okay. <laughs> well, then she goes, she goes, we're happy. He's very happy. Luke and I are dot, 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 happy. And I'm just like, oh, why can't you just say it? Shut up. I'm just <laughs> like, come on, freaking writers. Like, what the hell? Like, why can't we just have Luke and Lorelai be happy together? Just get, let them be happy together. Why is it 10 years? Ugh. Yeah, why can't Luke just cook for Lorelai and her just verbally harass him? Yeah, as he's cooking in the kitchen and annoying him. It's just like constantly, like why? Oh, so now she's doubting her and Luke now. Like what the hell? (laughs) Oh, anyway, we're at the end of this. We're halfway through, so. Um, So we go back to Luke's, and uh, yeah, Luke gets bullied with by Emily. Into going uh, to visit franchise locations. And uh, they're even excited about Caesar, who's still not wearing a hairnet, and, uh, <laughs> and saying that Caesar could run one of the franchises. And uh, Caesar says he needs a raise, of course. Uh, so, yeah, they go to one restaurant where, like, Ida and Emily uh, circle like sharks, like tearing the place apart with their mind, while Luke is just, like, apologizing to the owner who's. Apparently just behind a little bit on his bills. And that's why this restaurant seems to be up for grabs by these, these two women. Um, so they're driving. Yeah, Cause they're like, Oh, look at this sign. <laughs> and Luke's just like, that's a perfectly good sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're driving back and, uh, Luke asks, uh, Emily about therapy and Emily just like makes a whole meal about the fact that Lorelai never told him. Hmm, she, she never told you that we didn't do therapy. Hmm. Uh, well, and he's trying to make it sound he doesn't want he doesn't want to clue Emily in on that Lorelai was lying. He doesn't let on to either one, to Lorelai or Emily, right. that either one is lying or that Lorelai is lying to him and that he knows that she's like he's just yeah. like trying to keep keep up the ruse. Yeah, he lies about going to the bank later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did love the fact that Lorelai was watching that scene from History of Violence. <laughs> I was like, that does look familiar. <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel like when I watched a History of Violence, I felt like, oh, deja vu. It's weird. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a good movie. I remember, I've, I've seen it once. I remember it being very bloody. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. So we go to Paris's where Rory's hanging out with the kids and Jason Manzoukas calls. <laughs> Because he's apparently the lawyer for Naomi. And I was like, oh, this is going to be funny. And he doesn't really do any funny lines. He just got that, that Jason Manzoukas voice. Uh, he says they're dissolving the contract. And there's no contract. So it's just like a verbal one. And, uh, and oh, she wants all of her notes. She's like, fine. It's just scribbles and wine glasses and hangmen. Scribbles. And then, you know, and then, oh, and the, the rights to the children's book that they still couldn't agree on, like a mouse or a squirrel or something like that. And then Rory hangs up and tells the kids that Naomi is a drunk. <laughs> I think that's the scene I was talking about. It looks like uh, Alexis Bledel is wearing uh, very stretchy <laughs> jeans. Interesting. You, yeah, the, the, this was talked about in our group, but, uh, uh, Rory was, uh, or Alexis Bledel might have been pregnant during this, you're saying? We talked about this last week. Oh, we talked about Didn't this we? on the show? I forget. Yeah. Baby bump blurred. watch. Okay. Uh, Rory calls uh, the guy from Condé Nast, 
and it says, give me that article. And he's like, oh, you're very forward. You're going to just take this art. And, but he accepts the offer. He's intrigued. Yeah. Come he make says, a pitch. I don't have any money. Yeah. And she was like, I'll do it anyway. So Rory calls Lorelai and, hey, here's what's been going on in my side of the story. Oh, your side is? Let me hear about your my side of the story. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, yeah, whatever. They, uh, they make plans to meet up in New York. So Lorelai and Rory in New York City. Ah. Uh, last uh, girls. Yeah. <laughs> Rory shoves Lorelai toward a street cart for some coffee while she talks to a guy in line and falls asleep sitting there. I, you know, and and if you think about it, it makes sense. She has been going back and forth from London. Uh, oh I yeah, like, I was just thinking, like the the uh, jet lag, she, yeah. it would be just totally exhausting. <laughs> and also, she's walking around New York City in heels and a huge skirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That looks so uncomfortable. And it's really weird. It's a black blouse, like a like a sweater, mm-hmm. and then a denim skirt. And black and white shoes. It doesn't really match to me, but <laughs> I like the I like the I like the outfit. But I just don't really know about the blue skirt and the black blouse. <laughs> like the shoes. Uh, yeah. So they're in line for some kind of pastry. Yes. And it's 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 an homage to the cronut. Right. And uh, did you notice there's a cameo here? No, who's there's a couple of cameos actually. Uh, the one, the 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 girl she gives the donut to. Oh, May Whitman. May Whitman from Parenthood. Who is plays who uh, plays her daughter, right? Lauren's daughter. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but I, I I assumed. Yeah, she's so tiny. Oh my gosh, she's she so is. little. And then they 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 find a line uh, that leads to just a couple of people sitting on stairs eating lunch. Okay, Michael Osiello. There's the other one, yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember him right, right about doing this, being invited to do this yeah. cameo. And, uh, you know, I find this stuff out because I'm going to IMDb Trivia, which you, you are, I'm, I, you're terrible at, and I'm going to have to go re- reread the, re- read all the uh, Gilmore Girls trivia, um, which, you know, every once in a while you've, you gave me, you know, little bits and snippets, but uh, I'm very surprised. Uh, I was was something last week, but I forget. I looked it up. I was like, oh, she didn't tell me this. <laughs> but I forget um, what it was now. It was huh. that important, I suppose. <laughs> uh, all right. So they're, they're in a oh, line. Oh, 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 The do you sign adjacent to Luke's old cell phone? Old no cell phone sign at the diner reads, no texting while ordering man buns, taking pictures of food, headphones, and you can hear your music <laughs> through your headphones. Why are you wearing headphones? <laughs> That's right. That's one of them, sure. Uh, then they're in a line for video games or some sort of fantasy thing, and Lorelai calls them sad geeks. I'm like, wow, really, Lorelai? Yes. Really, yes. Amy Sherman Palladino? Uh, really, Daniel Palladino? Like, yes, I feel like there was a lot of looking down their noses uh-huh. at people who dress up in costumes, mm-hmm. people who play video games, people who buy memorabilia. Yeah. We can't all just sit around uh, with our hats and look cool all the time. You know, and, some people have hobbies. And talk about Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy. Hamill. I don't know. <laughs> Dorothy. The author. Yeah. Yeah. You'll think of it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we we fast forward to later where Lorelai's falling asleep at the hotel and uh, Rory shows up and says that she slept with a Wookiee. Okay. So that's where we're at. That is where we're at. So Rory is, has no job. She has no place to live. She is the other woman in, you know, having an affair with somebody who's about to get married. And then she's having... Relationships that she immediately regrets and feels bad about. Like, mm-hmm. that's the problem. That's the problem here. Like, you are you feel bad about yourself because you had a one-night stand with somebody dressed in a wiki costume. Yep. This is how low they've gone. Uh, poor. This is how low Rory's gone. And, you know, and she even mentions, uh, Lorelai asks if she bro- broke up with Pete. <laughs> and she's like, his name's Paul. <laughs> and no. <laughs> Uh, 
And uh, yeah, Laura Lai mentioned she's like, oh, I never had a one night stand, and uh, I don't. I was like, really? No, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, no, but because, you know, people that she has she was, with, she's gone back to. <laughs> yeah, because like the whole time she was raising Rory, she was only raising. You know, like yeah. I know a lot of people like that who they're raising their children and they don't want to. They don't. Well, they don't want to bring a stranger into their child's life, and then right. have that stranger ripped out. So she's not. It's only when Rory is like grown when she starts having <laughs> relationships, and yeah, their yeah. relationships. Uh, and uh, the whole. Logan... I mean, you could say that she had one night stands with Christopher. Yeah, I guess so. Um, the whole Logan thing comes out. And I love that Rory, Laura Light tells Rory, oh, that's way sluttier than a one-night stand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, oh, there's no Dee Dee? I thought you were spending, staying with a, a friend named Dee Dee, Dee, Dee. in yeah. London. Uh, yeah, also Laura Light realizes the lucky outfit Rory, Rory's been looking for is in her closet. And so, yeah, Rory is just spiraling and Laura Light recommends that, you know, go to see... Sandy says, "Who love her?" And uh, yeah, and then, it'll be a it'll be a a, a self esteem boost to go to somebody who's below you over her and, and have them yeah just build your ego up. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she goes in there, and this twelve year old girl. Um, wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait! I love the I love the last part of the scene though, where she's just okay. like, "Did he leave the outfit on?" Rory's like, "That's a conversation for another day." Lorelai's like, "What? You can't just make me imagine that." <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. All right, so they go to see this child. Go ahead. Yes, this little girl that owns this <laughs> online publication. This is Sasha from Bunheads. She's amazing. But she, I mean, I, I'm sure she's older than 20, but she looks like she's 20. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's just like, okay. What, she said, what, are we going to go to HR? She said, no, most people here think that's uh, means homeroom. <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently she has children working for, I don't know. Um, yeah, so they just kind of sit down together in a, in, at a table and, uh, and then. There's no offices. Yeah. She doesn't even have an office. Sandy's like, what do you got for me? Rory's like, what? Yeah, she <laughs> kind of no puts her on the spot. no picture or anything like that. And yeah, so she, she thought it was like, because Rory went in there like, I'm doing you a favor yeah. by showing up. Yeah. You're just going to hire me because I'm just doing you a favor. And to be fair, I'm like, I mean, yeah, Sandy's been chasing her, you know? So you would figure that she would be, you know, eager to hire her. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And then, I love Rory's like, uh, how about uh, girls who sleep with guys in costumes at Comic-Con? And Sandy's like, oh, loser girls. We've done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, you can tell she's just like, oh, she's got nothing. Uh, well, I've got a meeting. And then it's like Rory is walking out of the building when she gets the the call that uh, that's not going to work out. They're promoting Caitlin, who's... Somebody they already worked there. It's been there two months. Yeah, I'm being replaced by someone named Caitlin. Uh, and yeah, Sandy drops them. Like they kind of like a, a a spat, and then Sandy tells her that it's weird that she has three phones. So on her way out of the building, uh, Rory breaks and tosses away two of them. So, and then the final scene is Rory showing up at home with her suitcase, and she says she's moving home. So there we go. Quarter life crisis. Quarter life crisis. Rory's hit. Uh, is this the bottom? Is this the worst that she can do? That the the show will let her be? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying. Hopefully, this is the uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this episode, this 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 movie was. Uh, I I I had to take a break in the middle because I was getting so tired. <laughs> I was like. Gosh, this is going on forever, and I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. Why are these scenes like nothing's paying off? And you're constantly because it's like a, a Netflix special where they couldn't get every the whole cast back together, much like that Arrested Development one. You're just like, where are these people? Where, where are these people that we usually see? It doesn't make any yeah. sense in the universe. Uh, so, 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, this was this was a rough one. This I think the first one was definitely better. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what's next. What's coming up next? <laughs> uh, I was, was looking. This was. I was reading. I was reading the trivia to see if anything oh. stands out, but I mean nothing much. Ah, uh, okay. So winter, spring, summer. So we got <laughs> summer next. Okay. Well, uh, this is a, we didn't go as long as the movie this time. So that's what I'm aiming for. (laughs) Um, hmm. it looks like there will not be any transcontinental, uh, travel. I think we will be staying in stars hollow for the next episode. Good, 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 good. We got to really, we got to drop this Naomi thing, please. And, and, and I, I, I will have to laugh if. That was just all there is for that that plot line because what well like it's just good good to see Alex Kingston good to see Jason Manzukas but why <laughs> why <laughs> so I don't even I, don't, I haven't even figured out who she is yeah. who is she like as a character yeah was she an actor was she a writer was she a what yeah right i have no idea (laughs) she's just a celebrity yeah just a celebrity yeah i guess i don't know anyway uh till next week till next season la 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 la